but they can tell where you come from. They know you're not from here by the way you walk. And many of us, people know we not where we, they know you ain't supposed to be where you're supposed to be, not because you ain't supposed to be there, but the way you carry yourself. God has blessed you to be there and you still second guessing yourself. You still, you still questioning, God, am I? He said you here. This week, our show is brought to you by our partner in crime, Organifi. Organifi is an organic superfood supplement line that makes quality, trusted nutrition convenient and accessible. Their most popular product, Green Juice, can supercharge your life, restore that glow, and help you feel decades younger in just 30 seconds per day without having to worry about shopping for ingredients, mixing and blending them, and then cleaning up afterwards. All ingredients are USDA organic, vegan-friendly, and made without GMO ingredients, gluten, or soy. Where else can you get superfoods like chlorella, moringa, spirulina, wheatgrass, ashwagandha, and turmeric, just to name a few? So make sure you guys check it out at www.organifi.com forward slash success. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com forward slash success. I wake up every single day, I am who I say I am. And I get what I get because I live in beast smoke. Stop being gazelles, you're not average. You're not even good, you were born to be great. What's going on world, welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success Podcast. I'm your host CJ, joined as always by the Bayesian sensation. What up? What's going on? Mr. Carl Wesley Phil. Hey man, we miss you dog. We, we, we miss you for a week, it felt like a month. Oh. Hey, if y'all gonna replace me with Inky though, I'm I'm not gonna be mad. Once a year, Inky Johnson comes in. Hey, Carl, last year the Super Bowl, it was either me or Martin Luther King. We both did the. Rams commercial and they chose Martin Luther King, so I was like, "Yo, oh, if hmm. I'm gonna be replaced with somebody, <laughs> right. I'm good yeah. on that." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, it, let it be Dr. Let King. Let it be Dr. King. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, man. So shout out to uh, Inky for coming through, man. The, uh, episode last week was crazy, but I also want to acknowledge some special guests we got in the building. Those of you watching on YouTube can see them. They back there. Say what's up. Make some noise. We got live studio audience. Live First studio time, audience. Hey, First time. This is uh, I, I, this is great, man. This is our our BU fam, and also our 1% volunteers for anybody who came out to the 1% conference. You probably recognize some of these faces signing you in, helping you sit where you're supposed to sit, and just uh, being a blessing to us. So shout out to y'all for being here. Number one, they were in town for the weekend. Yeah. He was cooking eggs, and uh, you know we, <laughs> and had a, we had a really good time. Um, again, yeah, exactly. Sausages and all kind of sausage head sand. What is it called? Sausage head You said no sausage head sand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so no, nah, man, we back. Um, man, and I'm just feeling good, man. Uh, so we're coming up on, you know, that time of year where, you know, you want to uh, be thankful and give thanks, right? Absolutely. And so those of you who know me know I got a, a, a three-year-old daughter and a, a five-year-old. And, you know, we talk about it on the podcast and we joke, but my kid's coming up pretty affluent. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like Very a lot affluent. more affluent. <laughs> yes. And I get uncomfortable with yeah. it. Like uh -huh. I just do. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm just being real. Like some of the comments, some of the things they do, like I'm just like, whoa, you, like you're not even geeked up. Like the other right. day we was getting ready to go. Uh, out to eat or something. And Trey and Avery was like, oh, we don't want to go out to eat. We want to go home. I'm like, man, I remember when going out oh, to eat was the bomb. Oh, we going out to eat. It was like Denny's and you was like, man. You know, and my kids, they just so spoiled. So the other day, um, we, we, me and Trey was, I promise you, I don't know what was going on, but it was like late. And me and Trey was sitting on the couch and Trey's a cuddler. So he like cuddled up against you, you know, the whole nine. And so he was like kind of going to sleep, getting sleepy, right? And he was like, uh, 
hey, dad, um, you think we could start working on my Christmas list? Mm. And I was like, oh, okay. And now those of you who've been listening to the podcast for a long time know yeah, I've been yeah, trying yeah. to teach empathy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so <laughs> last year. Shout out to the year, disc. <laughs> so last year I told him, I said, hey, um, you know, I want him to understand. I said, listen, there's some kids out here yeah. that don't get toys. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, Absolutely. I'm trying to let you know you blessed. Uh -huh. And he was like, dad, I already know that. And I was like, really? How you know that? He was like, uh, because they're bad, duh, Santa ain't gonna bring them no presents. <laughs> wow. And so I was like, dang, I was like, okay, a little too early. You know what I'm saying? I'm a year yeah. too early. Yeah. I'll try next year. So I was like, man, it's just me and him. Avery and Candace was upstairs, me and him on the couch. He's like, man, let's start working on our Christmas list. So I'm like, man, all right, cool. I was like, this seemed, you know, he's a little bit more, you know, we, we just won the baseball championship. Yeah, that's right. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. He got the trophy. Yeah, he got the MVP. trophy. We won the uh, regular season <laughs> yeah. and playoffs. MVP. Yeah, exactly. So we're the champs now. And, you know, he seems to be understanding the world a little bit more. So mm. I'm like, maybe this is the year. This is the year. So I was like, uh, yeah, buddy. I said, we could work on your Christmas list. And he goes, okay, dad, I like that. I said, all right, cool. I said, um, but what about this year, you know, if we, uh, you know, give some, give your toys away, you know, to the less fortunate kids. Yeah, less fortunate. And I said, you know, it's kids out there who don't have any toys. So, you know, maybe we could take your toys and give them to those kids. And he looks at me, he goes, all of them? And I said, yeah. And he said, well, then I'll be one of those kids. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. I'm about to be unfortunate. <laughs> if I give all my kids away, it only makes sense. It only makes sense. Wow. I said, oh, man. Yeah, still it only makes too sense, early. bro. I my don't know if it's too early. He's my just man smart. Said, yeah, no, my man's like, he's a high C. <laughs> my man said, yeah, all, yeah, of he said he did, all of yeah, them. He calculated mm, that. Yeah. Bro, he said, wow. I'm talking about real calm, though. He was He's paused by 15 seconds, like, well, then I'll be one of those kids. <laughs> to which point, somebody had to give me some toys, so why don't we just skip the middle? Right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Makes sense. So anyway, yeah, man. Trey, I'm, Trey. I hear yeah, you, Trey. We still early. We still right, early. So yeah. any parents out there, if you got tips on empathy and getting your kids to the next level, uh, you know, please help me out. We, he's only five, so we're still working on it. But, man, mm. I just had to die laughing because I'm like, man, here yeah, I am trying to have though. a moment. Yeah, he told you the know, truth, though, I'm bro. like, Trey, you yeah. are the farthest thing from, uh, you know, not being spoiled, bro. So, uh, anyway, I want to talk about, um, any, yeah, I'm sorry, Carl. You got anything, bro? Uh, I, you know, I want to get to it. I want to okay. get to it. We can yeah, talk yeah, about all it, that man. later. I want to get to it. Man, so, um, just, you know, a few moments in life where you realize you got friends that's balling. Uh, e rented out the whole theater last night. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was trying to explain that to my mama. She was like, how do you rent out a movie theater? Like, do, do you have to buy every ticket? I was like, I don't know, my We ain't there yet. We just showing up. We're going to get a couple. We, we can get like an extra bucket of popcorn. You know what I'm saying? Right. We're not to the rent out the whole theater yet. But E rented out the theater and uh, we went to see Harriet. Now, I was nervous because it started at 840 and my yeah. bedtime is 841. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, shoot, this could be a long yeah. night. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I did want to go and I did want to see the movie. Obviously, uh, that's somebody who, you know, I, I've obviously oh, yeah. studied. But, you know, there's always, you know, different points and things yeah. to bring up. Yeah. I mean, I think we all know yeah. the story of Harriet Tubman. Yeah. So I don't think it's no spoiler alert. Right, right, right. Spoiler alert. Don't tell us Don't tell what happened. She freed a whole bunch of folks. Um, but, man, it was so, I took so many notes and yeah. I went through my phone yeah. and he just delivered yeah. a whole uh, hour and 90 minute <laughs> keynote, keynote presentation. To our, 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 our squad here. Um, but, man, it was so 
rich just to watch that movie and just to watch the thing. So, E, I guess you could talk about, first of all, um, how do you rent out a whole theater? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that, <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> Tiffany you know did. Tiffany out there yeah, had yeah. to bring Tiffany in here. Right. I don't know. I exactly. just showed up. Exactly. I do know I do know you need a credit card, though. Mm, I do yes. know that far. I don't yeah. know exactly how. But, hey, but shout out. Shout out to the ballers who have baller friends. Yeah. Because Nikki bought, bought everybody, mm. food. everybody food. Everybody mm. food in the I'm whole theater. About, wow. I, I wish I, yeah, shout her out for that. Come on. Shout her <laughs> out for that. Uh, I didn't some know, of y'all yeah, ate no, some I, of it. I didn't know Nikki uh, did it or else I would have ordered way more food. <laughs> All I got was water. <laughs> tripping. You I, what would you got? What would you have gotten had you done? Know? But I know I'm doing well in life because I did get to the point where I get a bottle of water now. You know mm. what I'm saying? Back in the day, I used to, they used to be like, oh, okay. You know, there's like three. 50. I'm like, ah, give me a cup with some ice <laughs> and tap water. That's I'm right. good. I don't That's need right. all that. But That's I am right. to the point where I could just go ahead and, you know no what I'm question. saying? So, uh, shout out to Nikki, who's over here. Y'all can't see her off camera, but she's here. She's taking um, the picture, so. Uh, but no, so let's get to it, man. In all seriousness, I got so many notes from it, yeah. but you talk about one, why it was important to you, not only to go see the movie, but to buy it out for everybody, and then us to go see it as a group, and then you could kind of just, you know, begin the takeaways, and I'll, I'll come in on mine. Carl saw it. Yeah, no question. So, Yes, I think for me, it was important to go with the squad. You know, again, I don't know which episode this was, but I go back to, you know, Carl's point of, you know, I come back from wherever I come back from, Australia, wherever I would go. You know what I'm saying? I come back like geek, like, yo. Big epiphanies. I'm talking about, (laughs) I mean, I'm going to a different country. I'm seeing stuff I've never seen before, third world stuff. Like, I'm crying. I'm emotional. My empathy going up. And I come back like, yo, Carl, we got to change the world. And, you know, we got to do this and that. And he was like, yo, I ain't trying to be funny, but I didn't go. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I didn't, I didn't get the experience. Like, I want to do what you say do, but, like, I didn't get to go. I didn't touch the people. I wasn't on the plane. You know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get to see what you saw. You know, and I was just like, wow, that's crazy. So, so I started thinking to myself, okay, how do you create that experience for people, and how do you do it? The best way to create it is for them to be in that experience with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could, you could give somebody, like, you ever, you ever, you know, like, maybe heard a sermon or something, and you try to tell somebody... It's like you can't even explain what you hurt. It's like you're trying to tell them. It's like you can't sit there and do the whole hour. So on this trip, I see us as, however you want to say it, the Harriet Tubman's of our generation. Like I see us as a, a group where we're not trying to be free on our own. It's not like we're trying to ball out. We're trying to be successful. And we're trying to do it on our own and act like can't nobody else do it. We're actually trying to help others. So I was like, you know what? We need to take the squad because if the squad sees it, then I don't have to explain it. They're going to get the same thing. And it was so funny. I was literally watching a part of it for Candace. Like, it was a couple pieces on there. I was like, oh, I, I know Candace watching this one. I hope she getting this. And then I said something to CJ about it this morning. He was like, yeah, me and Candace this morning for worship. We talked about. And I was like, oh, Exact no. same piece. That exact same uh-huh. thing. And so it was easier to do than go, Okay, Candace, because a lot of people, and maybe even the studio audience, y'all don't know that Candace was before CJ. Candace was before Carl. You know what I'm saying? So Candace was rocking with me as a freshman, right? And Candace, I always knew Candace was like, she had that potential and like we were doing stuff together. You know, uh, I, I picked the president that didn't really turn out to be that sweet. And Candace was like, I'm the president. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got this. I'm a D now. I'm a D now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So Candace started running stuff. And then they came aboard. And it was funny because as C elevated, 
It's weird now that I think about it, but when C took his spot, Candace really started backing off a little bit from the from that type of work and really started to develop herself as a human. She started really working on herself as a woman, if you will. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm always like me and C both like, all right, Candace, you're kind of going further away from this boy. <laughs> like, we're going to need you to come on back. And yesterday, the movie, I felt like the movie spoke to her without even knowing... I, I, I know Candace, so I, I know there were scenes where she had to feel that boy, and I was like, yep, she's watching it. Um, she's been doing some stuff for the company that's very needed, and I'm like, yep, little by little, she's coming back home. So for me, see, I just felt like it's very difficult to explain this, the ethos of something, the spirit of something by talking. Uh, but we was, hey... Man, we was all in the movies, and I felt like, yo, we ain't got to be quiet. You right. know what I'm saying? It's the first right. time in my life. It's like, yo, I ain't got to be quiet. Yeah. I got to turn my phone off. Right. And we literally start talking throughout the movie yeah. and start saying yeah. stuff to each other, like, on different points to drive that sucker home. So, man, it felt good. I, hopefully, we can... Most of y'all don't know, but we could probably create a theater like that in CJ's home. And then Stop. we could do it in Atlanta next time. It's tough to do in the home. Oh, hey, oh, I don't know if y'all uh, see Tip. Tip yeah. under the oh, radar yeah, yeah, with her yeah, crew. Okay. She yeah. under the radar. Yeah. But I'm sure she got a 35-seat theater yeah. in that joke mm. too. Uh, Carl. Man, so so the, my word is disrupting society. Mm. That's right. Just disrupting yeah. society. like. Yeah. Everything that they yeah. knew at the time, you yeah. know what I'm saying, was cool to East yeah. Point. Like, that's how I see us. Like, yeah. yo, we disrupting it. Like, yeah. we left our jobs. Not yeah. on no, we bigger than nothing, but yeah. we just going to disrupt society because, yeah. and this conversation Tamisha and I had, like, yo, the, the way society is set up right now, it's not set up for us to win. That's it. I'm just calling it what it is. It yeah. is not set up for us to yeah. win. So for me, it's like, yo, we in that place where we got to be, and I'm talking about leaving that movie, it's like, okay, we got to like hit play now. Yeah. Like before it was cool, it was fun, but we got to be intentional about disrupting it yeah. because if it keeps going... Yeah, you're going to be out. I don't know where... You're going to be out. You, your real. family going to be out. <laughs> I that's mean, 100%. Yeah. 100%. So that's yeah. one. And two, the second one for me, and E, I know you'll get to it. I'm going to just say it and leave yeah. it because I know you're going to come back yeah. to it. It takes resources. Yeah. I'm going to just leave it there. Yeah. I'm sure we're going to come back to that. Yeah. See, we'll, we'll come back. Yeah. yeah, let me ask you a question, and, and y'all think about this too. Do you... I, I was thinking about this last night, right? Do you think she hated slavery more or loved freedom more? Mm. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? No, I'm just saying, like, I, yeah. I found myself asking that yeah. question, right? Because I'm, I'm like, Whew. so for me, just as an individual, like, I hate losing more than I love winning. Right? That's just me. Mm. Like, I, like when I played football, when I played ball, I promise y'all, when we won the game, I felt a sense of relief. I was like, whew, all right, cool, we won. I wasn't, like, doing backflips and, like, yo, let's party. Let's. I felt a sense of relief when mm. we won. It was just kind of like, all right, cool. That's what we're supposed to do, right? But when we lost, I remember, I could, like, I'm a grown man and, and ain't played ball in forever. And I remember a couple losses where I'm like, yo, that stung. Mm. Like, we should have won that. And so in my mind, as I'm watching her last night and the conviction, man, yeah, the conviction that. you got to have yeah. in order to do what she yeah. did yeah. and the way she spoke about slavery, it's like, she wasn't even really geeked up about the freedom part yeah, like that. Like, yeah. she was... I, every time they went to a new scene, I'm like, what's she doing back there? Yeah, right, she was just, yeah, like, right. outside of the crib. I, I, right outside uh, the crib. Like, <laughs> I'm like, yo, go do some free stuff yeah, for a minute. Uh -huh. Yeah. 
Come on, give me that. What does that mean? Go do no, some no, free no. stuff. Go, I'm yeah. saying, yeah, for real. Go, stay on go that. enjoy. Yeah. Like, go, go, yeah. I'm talking about go to yeah. the, whatever the movies were. Right, whatever play. the movies were. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, hang right. out with your whatever friends. Whatever they was doing in Philly. We got Philly people. What were they doing? Flying. Go look at the Liberty Bell, something. Yeah. Right? And so. But but she wasn't even interested in that. That's crazy. She hated the institution and the idea of mm. slavery enough to put everything on the line. And so, I, you know, we I always talk about the inverse, right? Mm, like, yeah. so if this is true, yeah. then this, this must true. also must be, be true. true. And when you look at her, like, she hated slavery so much and it had nothing to do with, like, the, 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 the finer things in life, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Like, we hated... Being cooped up in that office so yeah. much, and I'm not trying to at all draw a parallel. Yeah. Please don't don't kill right. me for that. But I'm just saying, in life, you got to yeah. have something not only that you want, like, oh, I want a Bentley, I want this, I want that. Sometimes that can only push you so far. But sometimes the thing that you actually hate, yeah. the thing that you cannot mm. stand, like we could not stand going into an office and somebody telling us when we could take a lunch break. Yeah. Uh, we could not stand yeah. knowing that Jada had an award ceremony yeah. and somebody going to tell us we can't go. Yeah. That that taste was so bitter yeah. and so disgusting <laughs> in our mouth, uh, it made us make yeah. a change. And yeah. so, again, I'm not trying to draw a parallel. I'm just asking you to make it practical for 2019, 2020. What do you hate enough to stay away from? Yeah. What would you put your life on the line to not live like this or to not do that? And I think Harriet, when she got to freedom, she was like, oh, okay, this is cool. Right. But I'm actually not, this ain't even that deep. Yeah. Like, what? What's deep is being able to take it from yeah. here to yeah. here. And so she went yeah. back and got those people, man. Not because she was like, oh, y'all just got to experience freedom. She was just like, yo, that ain't right. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, notice yeah. they never had one scene where she was yeah. like, and this is freedom. And right. guess what you get to do? Right. You can go to the library. Yeah. Oh, guess what? You can go. You see that yeah. restaurant right there? Go eat right never there. Never said that. Or order your food yeah. and just tell them how you want it. Yeah. And watch. Like, she never even was yeah. on that. Yeah. They never talked about that. And if you go throughout history and you read her you know, the literature about her and stuff, they never spoke about that free side. Yeah. It was like, yo, she hated it that yeah. much. So This is where I get, man, ah! Like, bro, when I watched the movie yesterday, it was like, yo, like, when you know when you, when, like, if you are, I'm an X-Men, you know, fan, been since I was a kid. And it's like, when the X-Men see another mutant, it's just like, ooh, <laughs> you a mutant too? Mm. Like, I, I, didn't know right, we, right. I didn't know we existed. Uh, it's more of us. Bro, when I watched the movie yesterday, the thing that really, I have freedom and liberty is I hate it all my life, people calling me a rebel. I'm like, yo, you acting like, you acting like I'm fighting right. <laughs> I'm not fighting right, I'm fighting wrong. <laughs> like, like, what, am I supposed to just like settle for this? Like, just because the majority is doing it, even though it is killing me and my people, what am I just supposed to be like, all right, I guess since ain't nobody else gonna say nothing about it, we should just chill and accept this. And that's what I liked about Harry. Harry was like, look, this ain't right. Like, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not speaking out or trying to do what I'm doing because the slave master took care of it. Like, it wasn't even no fair boy. Harry was like, yo, look, you in writing, you told my mama that when she hit this age. So guess what we did? We, ah, come on, what's the word I'm looking for? You got to give me the word. The opposite of rebel is... Compliance. So we complied. Yeah. Like we did exactly what you told us to do. We worked for you for free. You had my mother, my father, my sister, whatever. And then you took my sisters and sold my sisters. So what? I'm supposed to wait in line? I'm, I'm supposed to wait in line for that? And so I used to hate when people used to try to make it like, like you doing something wrong. No, you doing something wrong and I'm standing up to wrong. Now I gotta be looking like I'm doing something I ain't supposed to be doing. No, no, we work for you. Like my man had his papers. 
and he just took his papers and just shredded. You know what he had to go through to get that? And listen to me, this on everything I love. They weren't even on the level where they were saying, we want our papers so that we can leave and we can create our own. And we, they were still working for them. My man was just like, I just want to be married. You, you got your wife up there, your son up there, your daughter. All we want, you got a grown man, got to go to another grown man and ask if he could be married. And my man was like, look, you're going to be, you, you, you will, look. You will all, and this is this is like the spirit that I hate, and I never talked about this, but the spirit I hate is another man think he has the right to own you. And I have never, with my influence and power, ever tried to lord over somebody or take some from somebody. I've always tried to be the guy to say, I'm going to use my influence and my power to be a blessing and for another man to say, I owe you, you got to do this and that. I felt Harriet like your Harriet. Thank you. As somebody out there that feels as I feel, you want to call me a rebel, call me one. But what I am is I will fight injustice. And if it's wrong, I'm not going to keep my mouth closed. I'm not going to not say nothing. Why? Because, I, I, look, I, I'm feisty. So you ain't about to control me anyway. My feistiness is not for me. Like, that's what you're not getting. Like, I'm not even being feisty for me. You're not going to hold me down, period. But I'm not going to let you hold down the people that I love who have more respect for you than you have for yourself because they are being slaves for you. Like they doing what you told them to do. They're everything. And when you watch that doggone movie, it was people who did what they were supposed to do and they just said, call me by my name and I'm talking about whipped scars. And it's like, yo, if the person on the other end don't have the respect to treat me like a human, I'm not going to sit there and shut up. I'm not going to comply because you are not right. And I'm going to say something about it. And that's what I loved about Harriet. It wasn't about her. All of those uh, uh, expeditions back and forth and back and forth that had nothing to do with her. That was, I'm going to free my sister, I'm going to free my mother, and it was the spirit of, I'm not free until everybody's free. And man, I can't wait till we get to that as a people. That like, we ain't none of us free until we all free. Ain't none of us, you know, like, we have not gotten there until all of us get there. That That's the spirit that I saw last night in Harriet. I'm like, let's go, Harriet. I was hoping I could talk to her through the movie. Like, hey, I got a couple <laughs> questions, boo. Can you answer these questions for me? Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. And thus, Carl, mm. now it makes sense why I wrote the book. You ain't Perfect the boss time. of me. Not, not that I'm trying to boss you. You ain't the boss of me. Let me be me and let me do me and let me be, let me pursue happiness like you trying to pursue happiness. So, um, yeah, no, that's, that's great. And I want to, uh, again, I just got some stuff and I think we can break this down practically for our yeah, listeners. No question. Um, there was another part in the movie where, uh, the, the former slave owner, yeah. right, came back and uh, said something about, like, you've been my slave, you must, and she was yeah. like, watch your mouth, I'm yeah. not your slave, yeah. right? And I was like, man, I was like, that was powerful, you know, yeah. in terms of the language, right? And yeah. even when you look at the language of how we talk about slavery, you know, now versus back then, we say they were slaves. Well, they actually weren't we're, slaves. Yeah, they were enslaved. They yeah. were enslaved, yeah. right? And so, yeah. so language is important. Absolutely. And it's funny because this was, I think this was yesterday, I told, I, I like had to, get after my mom because again we so middle like I, I love my family we so middle class like uh, we just got middle class vocabulary yeah, yeah, and you yeah. just start saying stuff that yeah. don't even make sense like so my mom was like I was trying I've been trying to get my mom to retire from her job for about 10 years 
And she won't do it. I'm like, Ma, I, whatever. I'll pay it. Whatever we, we got to right. do. Because I need more help down in Atlanta. I'm Absolutely. like, y'all need to be down here yeah. watching these kids. We going Absolutely. to London. Yeah, we yeah. going to all, we, uh, yeah. uh, uh, Toronto, the, all, yeah. out the country, yeah. Hawaii. I'm like, Ma, you got to be down here, watch the kids, or at least be able to come on the trip with us and watch the kids, whatever. And so... She was like, well, you know, I can get some weekends off. I'm like, mom, I'm not trying to fly y'all down every other week. Like, that's too much. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, and I wasn't saying it like that, but I'm like, yo, it's just, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'm going yeah. to pay $1,000 for you and dad to fly back and forth every week. That's, no, I'm not Meanwhile, doing that. Meanwhile, dad ready to go right now. Oh, right, right, oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> but anyway, so my mom was like, so then Candace walked in on the conversation or whatever, and she was like, oh, yeah, you know, Candace in too. Like, y'all need, you need to quit yeah. my, like, whatever. Yeah. And so then mom was like, well, I told CJ, um, we could come down every other weekend, but he said it would be a financial hardship. <laughs> I said, what? I said, never have I ever said those words. You know, but it's so crazy. Like, in my mom's mind, that's how she interpreted it. Like, because that's how we came up. We came up in scarcity. And so you start yeah. using words yeah. like lack, yeah. we don't I'll have, stay right we can't afford, no. um, financial hardship, struggle. And you start saying these things, and I promise you, I don't know what it is, but it, like, Gets in your spirit. Yeah. Like I told, I told my mom, do not talk like around yeah. those words around me. Yeah. Because you start to put it on me. I'm saying financial hardship. <laughs> I haven't even heard my name in financial hardship in the same sentence no. since like college when I was eating peanut butter and jellies. Right. So I'm like, don't put that spirit on me. Yeah. And don't put it on our family anymore. Yeah. And she didn't mean anything by it. But I'm telling you, it's just a middle class vocabulary. Yeah. It's just some things you say. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like the term furlough, extended. Right. Like it's just, right. it's just yeah. things you hear. Yeah. Yeah. I got my. Uh, my dad used to have his little off times. It's like overtime. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like you start yeah. using words that are so synonymous and I believe... Which, play, which being enslaved. Well, I'm saying, but yeah. here's the thing. You start living up to those things right. that you worried Absolutely. about. You know what I'm saying? And so when Harriet said, yo, like, don't call me that. Like she just walked with the swagger like, though I'm not anybody's slave. And you, you couldn't even tell that she had been a slave. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like she yeah. didn't even walk around like with like... Any like nostalgia of slavery. But you know what was crazy though? His was crazy. And please, y'all listening, you gotta help yourself. Like, I really want you to think about what CJ's saying. Like, don't listen to this as entertainment. Because there are those of us who will listen to C and go, you know what? I'm not enslaved. You'll say that. But you will try to hold on to the little money you got and not spend it and go enjoy it or invest it. I need you to hear what I'm saying. Like, you'll do all of that, but still live like you in the middle class, or you could be in middle class and still living like you in poverty because that's how you grew up, right? Like, I'm just being real. I, Diddy get on me all the time. Like, Diddy, like, look, okay, let's just use Josh. Josh will be like, yo, E, why are you walking to CVS to pay $1.50 for some water when the water is $3 in the hotel room. $5. Five, I'm like, it's $5, <laughs> Josh. It's a, a dollar. He I'm said, talking about Josh cracking them jokes like they free. <laughs> But 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 he and it's because he got a different mindset. He's saying, E, you gotta get dressed, you gotta leave a hotel room, you gotta walk a mile. By the time you walked a mile and got the water for a dollar fifty, in terms of energy and all of that, yeah, you, you just wasted the you could, for real, It's like the person that's driving on the other side of town to pay to two cents less for gas. It's like, but you just drove 20 miles to pay two right. cents. You drove right. that gas out, and I want y'all to listen to me. Please listen to what I'm saying. It doesn't make sense to read, to go to professional development, to listen to this podcast and still live the exact way you've been living. Like to still have the same mindset. It doesn't make sense. So here's the one thing though that Harriet blew my mind with. I was like, ooh, I see you, boo. I see you and I got to do better. Even though she never 
believed that she was a slave and she never accepted it, ever, ever. You could, my man told her, for when you was a child, I knew you was, you was, you was, you was, it reminds, when he said it, I thought of little Avery. I'm like, yep, that's Avery. Like, I saw it. He like looked at her and was like, what he was saying was, you were the only one out of all of them that didn't let us break you. You're the only one that didn't let us break you. And that's what attracted him to her is that, yo, we didn't let you break. But as powerful as she was in her mind, her behavior was still that with somebody that was enslaved. Because when she got to Philly, my man had to tell her, like, she already had been freed. You got to hear me. She had already been freed. That's why she was freed. Because in her mind, she was free. So they couldn't hold her as a slave because nothing about her was a slave. Even as a child, she had always been free but she had never learned how to live like somebody free. So she had the mindset, but not the lifestyle. And I, 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 I challenge those of you who have the mindset to embrace the lifestyle. What do I mean by that? I'm moving to California for the lifestyle. I've, I've been who I've been forever, but even I was like, yo, I gotta live in a 2,300 square foot home. I don't. I don't. I always been on that. Like, yo, you know what I'm saying? I want people to see that I haven't eat. People gonna know you ain't changed by, by who you are, not your lifestyle. Like, you, you having an escort or escalade, that don't make you who you are. And so I had to embrace, yep, I'm going, I told Didi, sit. Look, I, me and Didi talked. I was just like, look, sweetheart, I love you. Go somewhere and sit down. Like, for real, not this one. And Didi came to me and was like, you know what? You know, you are absolutely right. I know I'm a high D, but you need to take this one. And I was like, yeah, I do. And I, why did you say that? She's like, because I already know what I'm going to do. I'm going to do what I did with the last two houses. I'm going to let you dream for us, but then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to minimize the dream. I'm going to say one car garage. Like, don't spend that kind of money on the fixtures. Like, don't get that kind of couch. Get this couch. And she says, if you leave it up to me, we're going to have a million dollar home with dollar accessories. So just, you just do it this time. Just do, do everything. And I said, when I move into that joker, I'm getting everything that she want. I told her, don't worry about cost, whatever. Why? Because I saw Harriet, she was in Philly and she was free, but she was still walking around. My man said, oh, 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 your mind is free. But that outfit, y'all remember what he said? Hmm. He said, you walking around here like that, they gonna know where you come from. Oh. Oh. Look at your hair, is disheveled. Look at your gear, is disheveled. Like, Pull it together. Like, get this apple. Eat this apple. And you need to walk like, he's like, look, everybody here free. But they can tell where you come from. They know you're not from here by the way you walk. And many of us, people know we not where we, they know you ain't supposed to be where you're supposed to be. Not because you ain't supposed to be there, but the way you carry yourself. God has blessed you to be there and you still second guessing yourself. You still, you still questioning. God, am I, he said, you here. Okay, I'm here, but am I going to go back? And CJ knows. I never forget when we finally blew up. I never forget. Didi asked the question. Didi all not broke me, but she broke me. Like not not like <laughs> not, not she broke, broke me, but broke me. <laughs> and and we had finally made it. And I went to her. It was like, yo, D, we made it. We made it. We're on the road now. Everything we said we was gonna do, we doing it. I'm making the money. Everything. And Didi was like, instead of Didi saying immediately, praise God. She was like, how long you think this gonna last? <laughs> right, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm being real It was at that moment that I told Didi Like don't talk to me like that ever again Please don't say that It will last as long as God wants it to last 
Come out of the fear. I have not given you the spirit. It's like we finally made it. We finally got to where we said we always wanted to be. And now the question is, how long? Let's not worry about how long. Let's enjoy that we made it. We here. And so I just want to say to those of us. Oh, you're going to skip past the part where you were a little nervous. <laughs> I said it. I just said it. Oh, no, you said I just said she broke me. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'm saying, what happened? Oh, um, that part. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, you know no, no, no. No, this is the important part. I blocked that part out. My no, no. I, you, you know what? what? It's funny. I didn't, but as an I, I was thinking about it, but my mouth went so fast, I forgot to say something about it. <laughs> I told D, no, no, no. just relax. Yeah. I got us. Yeah. No. I'll put us on the back. No, no. He's telling the truth. I actually called C. It was like, hey, C, <laughs> Diddy said, how long is going to last? <laughs> and then C was like, yo, E. C was like, yo, E, not only is it going to last forever, but we just getting started. Yeah, and think just about it. And, and, and this is good. And all of y'all think about like this, right? We were probably only getting five grand for a speech at this time. Yeah. And Diddy asking yeah. at five grand, how long is this going to last? Yeah. And I'm like, not long because we're going to be at 10 grand <laughs> right, right. real quickly. Right, right, right. So think about that in terms of growth and, pro, you know, progression, right? It's one of those things that, you know, we don't really spend a whole lot of time on yeah. in terms of talking about how you get from point A to point B. But that fear, I'm telling you, yeah. everybody, write down like five words that's in your vocabulary, your family's vocabulary, like some stuff you just need to get rid of, some yeah. stuff that just freak you out. Like I told you, I don't think that we are sensitive enough to what we put in our spirit and our body. And I'm telling you, I'm more in tune with it as I get older. I told you, like, bro, I walk, I'm telling you, I walk in somebody's house and they got the news on. I'm like, please turn the channel. Like, I'm not trying to be yeah, funny, but it's yeah. like, could, could what you ate tonight kill you? Next on the news, a five-year-old got kidnapped. After that, somebody got shot. It's like, yo, you putting foolishness into yeah. your system. And I'm telling you, it's wearing on you. It's wearing on you. The language you use. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You talk, yeah. you talking about bills every single day and you make bills a God. You know what I'm saying? Like, instead of putting your gift first, instead of waking up showing gratitude yeah. Yeah. for what you got, yeah. putting your mindset towards yeah. how you can make more, how you could be, yeah. you know, use your gift yeah. even more. Yeah. You wake up and you wake up in fear. Yeah. And that's the thing I want to move into on the discussion next. She went for her orders from the pastor. And what was the first thing he said to her? He, she was like, okay, help me. And she yeah. thought it was about to be something like monumental. My man was about to be yeah. like, boom, bust a left, bust yeah. a right. The most important advice that he gave her was what? Yeah, don't fear. Don't fear is your enemy. Yeah, fear, fear is your yeah. enemy. Yeah. Enemy. Fear is your enemy. Yeah. And I'm like, dog, people wake up again. Like, and nothing against, I'm, I'm using my family for an example. So insurance bucket, whatever. But like my mom, like for real, I, I ain't even talked about it on the podcast. Candace's last day at GE was January 31st. I didn't bring it up a lot because I don't, you know, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Y'all know me. I get private sometimes and I don't, whatever. And I'm sure hopefully we'll get her on here to talk about this. But I remember even when I, as much as we done been around the world, made millions of dollars, doing very well for ourselves. Candace was making six figures at GE. She was doing very well. When I told my mom, my, I finally convinced her, right? This has been a two-year battle trying to get her to, you know, just because it was too much. It was too much stress. She couldn't travel. The kids, it was just too much. And she was ready to be done. So finally she's done. When, I'm telling when, you. Yeah, when six figures is too much. Yeah, I love and it. I'm tell, and, yeah, no, and I'm telling it. you. Yeah. I'm, t right. <laughs> no, I'm saying it's real. It's real. No, I'm just saying it's so, real. Yeah. But I'm telling you, when I, when I told my mom, like, she almost had me stressed. Mm. She was like, oh, my God, that's a lot of money. And does her insurance? Yeah. And don't she have a 401k? And don't y'all? Uh, 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 uh. I'm like, yo, you about to, I'm like, we good. And you about to stress me out just off how you talking. Like, you try, you starting to make me paranoid about it. And some of y'all, you spend your whole life around people who make you paranoid about mm. making moves. Ooh. Dog, Harriet was at the dog on the edge of the river, and they was like, you crazy. Yeah. 
You, the baby about to drown, you about to drown. Every, I'd rather, what'd he say? He said, I'd rather go back and live like a slave than die like a rat in this water. And she was like, oh, okay, cool. Do uh, you. Some of y'all, that's y'all. And y'all got right to the edge of the banks and was like, you right. Mm. Boom. And you went back. Harriet was like, I'm good. Let's go. Bro, not even a, not even a, oh, I hate to say it because it's <sighs> negative. But not even the, the, the bank of the river, homegirl said, Everybody can't run like you. Right, right. You know right. what I'm saying? Her sister, she didn't free, yeah. free everybody and their mama. She's so sweet with it. She coming to the crib. Like, she, you ain't got to meet her up the block. She at the she crib, like, right out the door. Like, come on up. Look, I she just got guns. She got all kinds of I just want people now. to see. I want just look at freedom. With nothing at the freedom. I'm saying, look at freedom, though. Yeah, yeah. Look at what freedom lets you do. Mm. Freedom lets you walk up to your enemy and say, What? What? You ain't got nothing on me. What? Come on. She right. Look, bro. She right next. They go. They told her if we catch you, they pull you apart, put tar. And she at the door. She should have just knocked on the dog on the door. She went into the house with the boys and tied them up. She tied. She went in back in the house. Like what? Like you can't catch me if you wanted to catch me. What fear does is it stops you completely. And people don't get it. Like you talk all that fear, fear makes you, fear actually sabotages <laughs> the stuff that you are afraid of, you actually create it by being fearful. It ain't even the devil. I'm about to whip every Christian. I'm about to whip these Christians butt coming in here talking about the devil. The devil is you. Like, you should put your name on the devil. You the devil. The devil is you. But you keep saying the devil because it, make, like, you, it, it makes it easier on you. You're the one that feared this would happen. And because you feared it would happen, you attracted what you yeah. feared. Yeah. That's what you did. You kept saying, they don't like me. Okay, they don't. Because you said they don't like me. And then when you came in the room, you had that thing on you that yeah. they didn't like you. Then you stood back there because they didn't like you and you ain't say nothing to you so they don't like you because they don't know you because you didn't say nothing to them. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Like if you would have walked in the room and said hi, they would have said hi back. But you went, they don't like me. You have no evidence that they don't like you. But the stuff in your brain told you they don't like you. They don't want me. They don't, but they don't value me. And they don't because you said it. Harriet went to the door like, come on up out here real quick. And here's the part that had me die laughing. She wasn't even hugging her up the street. She was hugging her right outside. Homegirl was like, where are Rachel, where are you? They right outside. Like, don't worry about where Rachel is. I'm talking to Rachel right now. Hugging, kissing Rachel and and and. Rachel was paralyzed. Rachel saw freedom and she saw her reality. She saw her freedom because she knew her sister was showing up bona fide. And she saw her reality. And instead of embracing it, she had an excuse. And she said, I love when they do me like this. E, you a unicorn. Don't you want to make me one? Because then you feel satisfied about right, not doing right, what you're right, supposed right, to right, do. Right, right. That, like, for real, when you go E, just spiritual, you could be too. Like, you trying to make me yeah. something that I'm not. I'm an I. And then we got, we got some serious issues. But I've decided to walk on the side of fear, uh, uh, the side of, uh, of faith and not fear. And she said it. That's the biggest part of the movie to me. She said, because I hear people tell me this all the time when I try to, at, say to them what God told them. She said, every, she made it, she put it on her. She put it on her. And the minute you put it on somebody else and you take it off you, you lost. Mm. She said, everybody can't run like you. And the crazy part about it was, Harriet wasn't even asking her to run like she did. She ran on her own. Harriet was about to help her. 
You, mm. you wouldn't even have to do it like Harriet did. Harriet was about to take 50% of the work off of you. You know what I'm saying? By the time Harriet got to you, she had a whole full-blown system. She had support. She had help. And you weren't willing to do the 50%. You weren't willing to do the 50%. Harriet had to do the 100%. She had to do everything by herself, learn everything on her own. And she just told you, I'm about to make you a millionaire. I'm about to show you how to take your life to the next level. And all you got to do is this. And homegirl said that 50% was too much for her. Why? Because fear will tell you if it's 99% you can, fear will have you look at that 1% and let that 1% consume you instead of looking at that 99% and going in faith. And, Ooh, and the mom. movie can't, again, we talk about a two-hour movie. I want people to stop for a second and really think about walking 100 miles. Like, let's stop for a second and really think about what she went through. We watching a movie and you see dogs chasing her for 30 seconds and right. she ran over here and jumped right. in the wagon and you right. think that that's... She did 100 miles at first and then when they went north to Canada, how many miles? 500. It was, I think they said 600 miles. Mm. Like, I want y'all to stop and think about what <laughs> she went through. Like, let's not play with this. Like, this wasn't something that she was just hopping on a train going back. Hey, y'all, come on, jump on, we free. No, no, no. They was hitchhiking in the bush north, and as the movie depicted it, it wasn't summer. Oh, it's not summer. Mm -mm. Let me just say it like that. It wasn't summer. It's not summer a lot in the north. I want y'all to think about <laughs> sleeping outside. No, I'm yeah. just not trying to be yeah. funny. Sleeping outside yeah. in that temperature, because yeah. well, I, I don't know if they slept. Yeah. I don't know if you could sleep for real, yeah. for real. So 600 miles. How long do it take to drive he 600 miles? He said it took months. The journey took months without food. And she is that... I'm talking about that, like, resolved in her mind that I'm going back. Yeah, like, but I, I got to believe this, though, Carl. I got to believe, and I want all my listeners to hear this, I got to believe that the first hundred is the hardest. The hardest. Yeah. I got to believe yeah. that the first hundred is yep. the hardest. And the reason why most people don't have faith is because they haven't gone to hundred. Mm. You haven't gone to hundred. I got to believe that when you went to hundred, when somebody tell you to go five, you like, that's just, mm. that's just four more hundreds. <laughs> you feel me? That's just four more hundreds. And they break it down like, okay, we did this, so in order to do this, and I'm telling you, I, I promise you, that, that if you're listening to us, the faith, man, and the experience, because I think they were afraid, Carl, and she said it, y'all been free. Y'all don't know what it, y'all don't know what it feel like to be a slave. If you knew what it felt like, you wouldn't be standing here talking. talking we, would be, we would be going and do what we need to do. So I think what happens, we have to be careful. Even when you rocking with people that don't understand you. you. Bro, you rocking with people that don't understand you. They can't possibly help you to do and get to where you want to be. And I think for her, because she did it on her own. Do not minimize doing it on your own. She did it on... I used to be pissed. Boog used to piss me off. My man used to be like on this. I want to do it on my own. I'm like, what? Bro, what, you want? what does that mean? That don't even make sense. I get it now, though, see? I get it because he's saying, dad, you got to let me go through it and struggle. Like you can't be there and help me every time. Like you got to let me go through it because if I can get through it and get on the other side, Carl, I promise you, bro, off the record, but I shall see, um, you know, we did you the- You can't um, say off the record on yeah, the podcast that's heard by 50,000 people. I'm, I'm hoping everybody ain't listening to this. He ain't listening. Carl, off I told the record, between the three of us. Right, between the three of us. Well, I'm used to it being the three of us. It always seems like it's the three of us, right? I told C today, you know, we doing this with this group. I showed him online after the funnel with the extreme execution coaches. Jalen's online with a, uh, with a group of coaches coaching him. And I was telling uh, C and I told Nikki too, I said, you know what's so funny? I remember when Jay first started doing it and he would be like, dad, shut up. 
I'm like, Jay, let me get in. I just want to help. He's like, Dad, stop. Like, Dad, won't you just get off the phone? Let me get and I, this. And I remember he was just going through it. Going, I'm like, Bug, but you messed up. But Bug, you didn't say it like that. Hey, Bug, you should have done this. And I remember doing all of that. And now when we finally got it, Carl, where it's not one-on-one, -on -one, but now it's five to ten people on the line, mm. I listened to him today, and it was flawless. Mm. But to his point... You gotta let me struggle, Dad. You gotta let me mess up. Mm -hmm. You gotta let me do it on my own because if you do it for me, I don't have any evidence that I can really do it. And C says it all the time. Most of you don't have confidence because you haven't done it. Mm. You only have confidence on the stuff, the stuff that, that you've you do. done. Yeah. And that's why most people lack faith and are fearful because the stuff you're talking about, you've never really done it before. And so you're selling me something, that, a product mm. that you haven't even used yourself. But once you believe in it, you speak with an authority that you can't speak with if you hadn't gone through it. Mm. Yeah, um... So real quick, because I, I want to make sure that we're not running through this too fast, right? So both of y'all right now just throw out some some things or some terms or whatever. I got it. That create fear. Yeah, wealth. Right? No, that create fear. Wealth. A wealth. Uh, the the lack of wealth. No wealth. Wealth creates fear. Wealth created fear for me. Okay. When I would hear the word, yeah. no, not wealth and success. Okay. Anything that had anything to do with like graduating from college. Okay. It didn't take me twelve years because I was dumb. I was scared to graduate. Right. I was scared of the success that was on okay. the other side of graduation. Yep. So that created yep. fear. What yep. else? My potential. Hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's what weird. about it though? Talk right. No, no, the, I got the, you. Yeah. And and I'm seeing it so again. Having kids is something crazy. Yeah. Like I'm watching my son. Mm -hmm. He his he got the report. We talked about reports. This boy reading on a third grade level, mm -hmm. and I'm scared because I see myself in him, and I'm like, dude, what if? I don't, me, what if I don't fulfill my potential? Mm -hmm. How many people behind me yeah, who watching you, who are watching yeah. me not going to fulfill yeah. there? And I'm seeing it in yeah. my son, like, yo, if I don't make the right decisions now, I don't want him going through this. I want him at 10 years okay, old, like, going you're, you're too far ahead, though. No, no, I'm, I asking, you. I'm, no, 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 I'm asking question. you I got the it. feeling yeah. that gave you the fear of you not reaching your potential in the first place. Say, say it one more time. I'm saying, let's go back, because you're saying the, the fear of not reaching my potential. Yeah. Cool, I got you. Yeah. I'm saying, what gave you that spirit? How did you get, why is that even oh, in your mind? I can mind? tell you what mine was. No, I'm saying, why is that, yeah. why are you even thinking that way? Is what I want to know. Oh, yeah. You see what I'm saying? And think about it for a minute. Here you go. I, I really yeah. want you to answer that. Yeah, like, why you. are you even yeah. thinking that I might oh. not? You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, like, I got you. But I, I, mine go was success because it was always easier for me. I had to do less when I was a failure. There were less expectations of me. You know what I'm saying? Nobody thought anything of me. Once I realize, okay, like, so that's good. Expectations. Yeah, yeah. I want to write this okay, down. Yeah, let's write it down. Because I'm about to, I'm yeah, about to go somewhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I got yeah. you. Expectations. So, so the expectations that, like, yo, my mom never was like, my son gonna be a doctor or a lawyer. They was just like, man, we hope he just don't. You know what I'm saying? Like graduate from <laughs> high school. You know what I'm saying? He ain't gotta go to college. Just don't sell dope. Whatever. Like they never really had no like real deep expectations on me. So for me, mm -hmm. when I finally was like. Like, when you're getting closer to graduation, they start asking you questions. Like, what you going to do now that you graduated? Like, what profession? Whatever. So, for me, it was so like... It was the unknown? I wouldn't even say the unknown. For me, see, it was like, I'm going to have to get up and do something. Whereas when I was homeless... Yeah, accountability. Like, I'm going to have to do something. Like, if I'm if, if people think I'm sweet... Like, I'm a, and watch this, y'all. This may sound weird. I used to hate when people used to do an introduction to me as a speaker. I love when they didn't know me. Because I could get up there and kill it, and you would say I killed it because you weren't really expecting nothing from me. But once you start saying, my man, the number one motivation speaker in the world, now it's like your expectations and went all the way through the roof. <laughs> and so it's like, yo, I got to get up there and deliver, deliver. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you've heard me five times. It's like, okay, 
he I heard he already five times. What else he gonna say? And so there's a different level of expectation, which means what mm -hmm. for me, CJ, which means a different work ethic. You know what I'm saying? Like now I got to I gotta study for real, for real now. I, I gotta really know how to say words. Like it was cute to say, I don't really know words like that. All right, you got a PhD now. You can't play that game no more. Like if you don't know it, go find out what it is and learn how to say it. So the expectations and accountability, see, and, and what I would have to do on a daily basis was different. When I was homeless, I didn't have to do nothing. When you become this Eric, you gotta do something every day, bro. Yeah, it's a lot. All right, Carl. I'm yeah, ready so for you. I, I'm listening and I honestly. I think I'm scared of pain, see? Mm. Mm. Scared of pain. Yep. And I mean, pain in whatever sense it is. Like, the, the average person, and I'll, I'll speak for me, like, I want to stay where it's comfortable because mm. I know it. Mm. Like, I know it. Mm. Even though this hurt a little bit, mm. it's just a pinch. I'm, I'm used to the pinch, and I can, I can survive with mm -hmm. that pinch. But to ease point, dude, to step out here, oh, I'm about to face some real pain and some hurt. Mm -hmm. I got to go through some stuff to course. go to that next level yeah. that I'm not sure that I want to. Yeah. I'm just being real. I'm not sure. Yeah. So with all the potential, I mean, I'm, you've been smart your whole life and all that. Crap, but what if I'm not? Like, how do I? Mm -hmm. What? Yeah. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. it's kind of like, yo, I just don't even want to deal with the pain. I don't want to deal with the letting anybody else down. Let me just do my little thing in the corner yeah. and you get used to me doing this and I'm good. Like, yeah. I ain't messed nobody's expectation up. <laughs> right. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, we just cool. Like, you kind of right. see it, you get right. what you saw. Yeah. So, yeah, no, and the reason I'm asking this and hopefully everybody who's listening, you could write down, you know, yeah, the no things question. that have caused you fear, yeah. right? Because if we can identify, you know, the, the cause, we can identify the cure. Right. So if you look at, you know, expectations, pain, accountability for me, one of the things that, you know, was always fearful for me, maybe it's the D or whatever, but was things that are outside of my control. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, even now, I think I got parental par paranoia, like my kids being there. My wife would be like, oh, they just down the street. I'm like, I don't you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I like I'm fear that like yeah, it's I can't control that. Yeah, yeah, I can't control it. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, OK, I, I just whatever. So I may be overboard. Right. But again, if you can identify those things that are causing yeah. you fear. Right. So it's, it's like, again, it's no wonder you feel these feelings when you're around things that make you feel like that. that right. So uh -huh. if you're going to get on the other side of it. So yeah. therefore, expectations, accountability, all of these things. That's why we create groups like this so that people can be around other yeah. people yeah. who may have had those fears, who may have had those same anxieties, but have overcome it and figured out how to do it. You have to yeah. put yourself in a new territory where you don't feel that feeling anymore. Like it's, it's big for, you know, uh, I'm sure Carl to be around Maul. Like, just look at the dynamics of their relationship. Yeah. Like, they are homies, they're yeah. boys, whatever. But don't think that Maul's personality and his fearlessness hasn't rubbed off on oh, Carl. Sure. He's felt some of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's why Carl is, you know, investing yeah. in real estate now and taking all these chances that he wouldn't have taken before. Yeah. It doesn't make you a bad person that you have these fears in you. Absolutely. But you have to identify Absolutely. that they're there. Say that again. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. Make, make you a, you a bad, bad person. person. I'm not saying that. Yeah. Like, it but, does not make you a bad yeah. person. But understand that God didn't give us that spirit. Absolutely. So, it's, so yeah. therefore, if God didn't give it to us, it's you got it. Yeah, and you got it. You see what I'm saying? And if it's man-made, doggone it, you could tear it down. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not one of the seven yeah. of the world yeah. like it's, it's, some, right. it's like a fake construct yeah. and so if it's a fake construct you can tear it down yeah. but again you have to identify what what like i said why do you i, I fear starting my own business why yeah well i felt well you know what i'm saying because you might have yeah. saw somebody your friend might have tried it and it didn't work yeah. for them and they lost everything yeah so you, you now you got this the image in your mind like oh my goodness if i do this i could lose everything but, okay which is not that's the truth what, right, yeah, right, but, right. But, and you can lose everything yeah exactly I'm so saying, i'm saying in yeah, order to counter, in order to counteract that yeah. go find five people who have yeah. made millions of dollars yeah. starting right. their own company yeah. 
This um this is crazy. So Jordan, you talk about exports to the mall. So Jordan, I'll give y'all the backstory. Jordan has this little friend desk. I think I told y'all that. My man, his family, they're snowbird. Mm-hmm. So weirdly enough, Jordan come home like, yo, I got a friend. He in that school no more. I'm like, well, this is kindergarten. I'm like, well, peace. It was nice knowing yeah. my man. You in kindergarten. Yeah, you gonna yeah, forget yeah, about yeah. my man. Yeah. He didn't. To the point where Jordan was bothering me and Tamisha so much. Like, I'm like, yo, just go up to the school, ask one of the teachers for his parents' number. We'll call him. You can talk mm-hmm. to little man. Fast forward, they came back this spring. Tamisha and the mom connected. You know, the, the kids been talking, whatever. It's on their phones. They took them together. Long, long story short, I connected with the dad on my birthday. Mm-hmm. Tamisha, we took the kids over there. They're about to head back now to Florida. And I'm sitting down talking to him. You talk about. So Mustafa said a quote to me last week. He said, what's happening inside of you? It, come, it, it reflects yeah. outside. Like oh, your no environment, yeah. the people you meet, yeah. watch what I'm saying. <laughs> Long story short, this dude and his family are investing in a half a billion dollar project of putting water somewhere in Africa. Mm. This dude is living on 20% of his income, donating 80%. This dude has created a basement in his house for missionaries He's like, I've, I've been around churches and stuff, and I realize missionaries go all out to the world, and they don't really have no place. They ain't got no resources. They're dedicating their life. So he's like, I created the bottom of my house for that. Long story short, this dude was on some wealth that I ain't never seen. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying to myself, like, whoa, is this a coincidence? Again, it started with Jordan. Meanwhile, my mom having uh, trouble financial hardships <laughs> with a plane ticket. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Think, Isn't that crazy? But uh, uh, Coach Delta flight about yeah. to take us out. <laughs> Listening to their conversation, see, I'm like, whoa, this can't be coincidence. Yeah. It's a direction that we're yeah. going. Yeah. Absolutely. That now we're starting to connect with people Absolutely. that have the same values and stuff. Yeah. So I'm, to your point, now that we're shifting our mindset, the world is shifting to who we connect into. Mm. To who you we are. Saying? To who we are. Absolutely. Flat out, we are yeah. free. Yeah. We believe that we're free, and yeah. now freedom is all of a sudden coming to yeah. us. The resources are just coming to yeah. us. My son, yeah. like, I don't know where. I'm talking about kindergarten. Like, who? What kindergarten kid? Like, you, you were supposed to flex on them and be like, yeah, we spend a lot of time in Barbados at our <laughs> vacation house, too. <laughs> you feel you know me? Like, you feel me? Y'all in Florida, yeah. huh? Must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> has to D. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know, right? But yeah, no, I just, yeah. I'm just saying, like, it's, yeah. it's, we're free. Yeah, and we need, to free. Un- we need to unpack it. So for me, here's the latest one, C, that I was afraid of. I was talking to uh, Words, who was doing the funnel. And, you know, I was like, Words, let me just be real with you. I, let me slow you down because I see where you're trying to go. And I've been introduced to that before, but we can't, you can't do that because I'm not ready to do that. You feel me? So when he started breaking down the numbers and all that, I was like, "Words, I need to be real with you. Like, because I am the energy source of this vision, you can't do that without me. And I'm not trying to do that. And I just need to be real with you that I'm not trying to do that. So let me sit down and talk to God and myself. And I'm going to come back. And what I realized, Carl, was the reason why I never really done a funnel like that. And the reason I kept everything small is because I never, as, as in high eye, I can't, I, I want to use the right term. I don't do well with pessimism. I don't do well with negativity. I don't do, I don't do well with fear. I just don't do well with it. You know what I'm saying? It's not my, you know what I'm saying? I don't do well with slow pace. It's not like, I'm trying to be mean. It's just like, that's just not my thing. You feel me? And, and so I told words, I was like, yo, I'm going to be real with you, bro. I'm not trying to deal with people who buy a product because words that came to me, Carl, with a, um, you know how it's like, you can do this level and multiply. And I was like, yo, words, I've been there, done that. 
Like, I know a lot of people who look at us, there are things we haven't done. They think we haven't done it because we're ignorant. No, no we're, right, right, we right, haven't right. done it because we've looked at it and been like, yo, that ain't gonna work for us. You know, we, we, we ain't been number one for six weeks. <laughs> like, we've been doing this for a long time. But I had to ask myself, because I was like, yo, it's not fair to be in a relationship with a person who has a certain expectation and they expectation ain't gonna happen without your consent. So like, don't play with him. Like, you gotta be real. And so I told Words, I said, Words, I'm gonna be real with you. If we do what you say we doing, the people that pay the less have the most complaints. And I don't have time to screw up my character over somebody paid $15, $20. <laughs> like, bro, it ain't worth it. And, and I said, quiet as kept Words, I want to say this to you. I don't need the money. I make good money as a speaker. I don't, my wife is like, yo, Diddy be like, yo, I ain't trying to be funny. Diddy's a 99, 99D. Diddy be like, yo, I don't even understand why, like, you getting breaded. Like, oh, you make good money like and that. you don't got to do nothing. Like, you got tip, make a phone call, you go speak, you can make millions of dollars speaking. Why do you even do this stuff for free that calls you more hell yeah. than the stuff you do for, when you speak, you go somewhere and you go home. Like, why, why are you doing this? She was like, why are you a pastor? Mm. Like, we got more problems from the church. Like, why would you do this to us? Like, this don't even make sense. Like, I don't see what we getting from it. You feel what I'm saying? I, I love my wife, but Didi got it. bucket ready. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I need one with Didi. Didi's <laughs> Didi, Didi eye, Carl, is, is 10. Oh, yeah, You feel sure. me? So she ain't no bad person, but Didi like, yo, I just don't know why you doing it. Mm -hmm. And so I said to words, like, yo, bro, I just don't feel like being bothered. And then God said, why don't you feel like being bothered? And I was like, yo, I just don't want my name. And he was like, son, there's no way you could make a billion dollars and not have your name get messed up. Mm. It's not possible. You can't make a billion dollars and have no and not, not have one or two people uh, that's gonna complain. It's uh, just not gonna happen. See what you said yesterday. You cannot please everybody. You can't. Oh, no. It's and so, not but possible. I, but, I had, but, but here's the deal. I can't do it on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. He got this shit going. But Carl, I had to make up in my mind freedom. Mm. or death. Mm. I had to make up in my mind which one you want. And I, to see his point, y'all know me, I don't enjoy wealth. I don't enjoy wealth. That's not something that I, mm -hmm. like, I, I don't live like, like my means, but I enjoy freeing people. Yeah. And so it was like, yo, you're going to have to let your name okay, go in. come on, Harriet. Yeah, you're going to have to let your name go. <laughs> come on, Harriet. I'm just saying, you're going to have to let your Harriet name go. Thomas. <laughs> and, and, and for me, Carl, for a long time, if there's one thing I've held on to, I have held on to my name. Like when people say ET, they don't necessarily go money, you know, this, that. They go integrity. And God said to me this, you don't have to lose your integrity to lose your name. They don't go together. The person that's dogging you out ain't got no integrity. So you got to understand, you tripping on your name. They ain't got no integrity. That's why they try to run your name in the ground. And your name only so, in their... Two two percent circle That's anyway. It. it don't it don't and so you to C's point the fear I had to realize I'm holding up I'm holding up some of the progress because he has been on the money but at the same time I'm still the visionary so 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 if I give fifty percent energy to what he's saying oh he only gonna fit fifty percent so I'm the one that's been holding back because I'm like yo I'm not trying to mess up our name and God said you got a tribe you don't need a name. You got who you got who rocking with you, rocking with you. And no matter what happened, they rocking with you because they rocking with you, not because. So let it go. So I was like, boom, the fear of the name. I said, I let it go. And God said, now watch what happens now that you let it go. It, you're gonna go to a whole other level because you're not concerned about, and I don't, I'm gonna be real with you. I don't even know why I was tripping. Maybe I took the text wrong that a man's name is better than riches, but God said, your character name not the name that they calling you out there, if that makes sense to you. 
Yeah, so I just want to keep it 100, see? Um, last point. Um, you kind of touched on it a little bit earlier, but it was, uh, I think, the last point that I noticed that, you know, you, you mentioned it, but when she was, um, when they were at the uh, Underground Railroad yeah. meeting, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. and she, you know, and she got on their head, yeah. and yeah. she was like, oh, okay, like, y'all don't, yeah. the way she spoke about it was like, she was right back there. Like, yeah. she knew exactly yeah. what it felt like. Yeah. She knew the pain, she knew the hurt, yeah. and she was able to recall, you could tell, yeah. like, that's what was fueling them trips, yeah. was the feeling yeah. of like, oh, okay, oh, yeah. I know this ain't right. Getting Again. raped, beat. Right, right, yeah. right. And so we talked about that. And it's funny because I always tease E about, you know, he'll bring up him and Didi eating beans and rice, yeah. you know, it, like it was yesterday, yeah. right? Yeah. And so the, the crazy thing about it is, you know, and even when, you know, if you guys listened to the podcast with Inky last week, yeah. you know, Inky talked about like, yo, I, I still remember, like Inky, they were sleeping, you know, 15, 16 people yeah. in a two bedroom. And when you hear Inky talk about it, it's almost like it happened yesterday. Yeah. And he's able to keep that. And so E, I think you're, you're like the thing that pushes you. Cause again, you said it, it's not the material things, right? Like that would, you know, if you like love, maybe you had a love of Bentleys and Ferraris and something that could like whatever, that just never has been it. But talk about how important it is for you to keep that top of mind that it hasn't always been like this and it's not like this for everybody. Does that make sense? Cause yeah, no again, I think, like I said, yeah. he always, like anytime, if you ever heard he do a full keynote, he has yeah. never gone one keynote without saying, Homeless, abandoned buildings, high school dropout, drop yeah. seven. My, no, the message is going to be totally different. Yeah. But he will set the stage with yeah. me and my wife walk 800 miles to school yeah. one way. You know what I'm saying? He wants you to know that the yeah, struggle... Well, only work 400. I, I literally <laughs> he, he, he wants yeah, yeah, yeah. you to know yeah, that yeah, the struggle yeah. was prevalent, yeah. right? Yeah. And so yeah. why is that so important for you to make sure that not only you keep it on the top of our mind as we listen to your message come forth, yeah. but to keep it on the top of your mind as well? Well, Carl said it earlier. So, So... In the movie, he told her, fear is your enemy. But to go along with that, comfort is your greatest enemy. Comfort is your greatest enemy. Your, your, your last success is your greatest enemy. You know what I'm saying? Like, whatever you did last to blow up, that's your greatest enemy. That's what's going to hold you back. You feel what I'm saying? And listen to me, guys. It is no coincidence that Tom Brady still wears his Michigan um, shoulder pads because he was drafted last in the NFL, like he barely didn't make it. And so he wears that, he keeps that same shoulder. My man won six titles, he won six Super Bowls. He got that same crazy outfit he had on when he came out of college because he almost didn't get drafted and we put that on every time. It reminds him that nobody wanted him. And so that's what fuels him. And what we don't get is you call it trophy watching, but we do it as grown people, see? We do it as grown folk. We take a trip and we, oh, I'm taking trips. We in Ritz Carlton. Oh, I'm in Ritz Carlton. And Didi will purposely go, we're not standing that, or we're not standing that suite. We're going to stay here. You know, and the last time we flew, we went to Savannah. Didi was like, we're not flying to Atlanta. We're going to drive to Atlanta. It was a four hour trip. She's like, yo, you cannot forget when you was driving. That, that's who got us here, the driving E.T. The Rich Carlton, Eric, didn't get us here. The, the millionaire, Eric, didn't get us here. Well, I was driving, but you was in the car. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I feel you. The riding E.T. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, it was his ID that wouldn't let nobody else drive. You know no, saying? it was the fact <laughs> he almost killed us five times that wouldn't let me. But almost, Trying to though. read while he driving. I, I got to keep telling mm -hmm. him, though, Carl, almost <laughs> is not good enough. He's still alive, right? So, so uh, a, a lot of people, and please hear what I'm saying, a lot of people have been taught um, how do I say it? Like internally that this is a destination. So everybody's thinking, all right, I'm going to do this and then I'm going to do this, do this and I'm going to get to chill. 
I'm going to go to college. I'm going to get a degree. Then I'm going to get a chill. I'm going to get married. Yep, I can't tell you how many people that. I meet who like, I can't wait till I get a man. You think getting married about to, what are you, I'm not sure what you think about to happen when you get married, but that's not about to, like, you're not there. Like, you, matter of fact, just got started. Whatever you're doing, once you say I do, like, you just getting started. You have kids. You're so grateful for these kids. Oh, I promise you when you have kids, you just get started. <laughs> I'm talking about your life is a whole different life. Uh, and so we've been taught this destination, and so we have a destination mindset, so we end up losing because we never get to where we thought we should get to, and we think we're a failure. Because we're trying to get somewhere that's not nowhere. It don't exist. So now your expectations to get somewhere. But when you have a journeyman's mentality, a journeyman's mentality that, no, I'm not trying to get to Pennsylvania. Why? Because one day Pennsylvania going to change. One day Pennsylvania ain't going to be Pennsylvania. The new Pennsylvania is Canada. Oh, you're not hearing what I'm saying. So in your mind, if Pennsylvania was the journey, that's why when they went 100, that's, that's why everybody was tripping because they had set in their mind that it's 100 miles. Like everything they did, Carl, was for 100 miles. So then once the law came out, then again, when we had to go to Canada, another country, now all of a sudden it's 600 miles. So now your little plan is not suffice for the 600. Whereas for, for uh, Harriet, Harriet was good. Why? Because she had no destination. Her life was a journey. So she could always make the adjustment because she never had any expectation. She just like, yo, I'm just ready to go. So whatever I got to do, I, I don't need resources or I got resources. I don't need help or I got help. Oh, y'all not hear what I'm saying. I can do it with a horse. I can walk. I can use a gun, not use a gun. It doesn't matter. So for those of us who trophy watch, we get to a point where it's like, you, I'm talking about you killing the game. All right, I'm gonna need the bucket, see? Let's get the bucket. I'm gonna need the bucket. I'm gonna need the bucket, right? I'm gonna keep this one personal. Uh, uh, so, so you think in your mind that God has given you all this brilliance, Carl, and you got all this brilliance and you go through law school and you kill the game and then you come out and you don't get a piece of paper that man say you should have. You come out. You don't get the like whatever, I don't know, whatever you, I, the bar exam, like you don't get that. You don't, I mean, it's a certificate. Like, in the way, I'm not trying to be funny. At the end of the day, it's a it's certificate. A piece of paper. So you don't get the piece of paper that man says you need to be. God been told you who you were. God has been told you how phenomenal you were. God been said you great, but man got to give you a piece of paper to confirm what God already been told you that you're supposed to do. God told you that you're phenomenal, that you're royal, that you did. But man got to give you a piece of paper that you hang on the wall and look at and go, oh, I'm somebody now. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Watch this, watch this. Then I told that person, I ain't even trying to be funny, but you can go look up everybody. My boy passed the bar exam and he eat that, my man eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. My man got his own firm. Homegirl got her own firm. They can't hardly eat. You're not just eating. You eating good. You with the number one program in the world. But when you but when you get caught up on man and you get caught up on the destination, you are exactly where God wants you to be, and you don't think you know where. The devil got you thinking you 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 by yourself. He she told her she said a woman who got God don't need a man. She said, a woman that got God don't need a man. But you got women who got God and don't got a man and don't think they nobody because society says you can't be a complete woman without a man. 
That's what society says. So the reason why I don't hang my degrees up is because I was already phenomenal before I got one. God told me I was. And I know I was because he blessed me to be something from birth. So either I'm a D or I, S or C, whatever I am, if I'm an I, 70% of the world is not what I am. So that makes me, that makes me special. But it also humbles me because I need 70% of the world to complete what I'm trying to do. So for me, it's like, yo, when are you just going to grow up and get to the point where you realize that you are, are like life is a journey. You, you're not trying to get nowhere, but everybody's trying to get here and trying to get there. So when they see my house here, somebody might go, Eric, you didn't get there. I, oh, I got there. I got some phenomenal. I'm telling you, when I go to Cali, I'm going to be so hurt. I'm going to miss my neighbors. I got some phenomenal, phenomenal. And then my neighbor's so sweet. Mike and Eric are so sweet that they end up attracting Carl, Amen. And 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 th- right that family, the and then you end up attracting the family that's right yeah. next to the family, and so they come over speaking, bro. I'm gonna hate to leave. A lot of people talk about the Midwest. Let me tell you something. We may be middle class working people. When you talk about we may people, have financial though, hardships. Yeah, we might have financial <laughs> hardships. But but and I'm not gonna be disrespectful because I got to move to Cali. But I will say this, Carl. I've been in conversations with people who were born and raised sometimes in Cali, and it could be very superficial. They could be very pretentious. I'm not used to that being in Michigan. Like, I'm not going to see C's father. He go, uh, what you doing for a living? How many degrees you got? In Michigan, bro, we just not own that. We, 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 we. Too cold. We, no, <laughs> I, I, I went today to um, get breakfast for us, and I had got the griddles, and the lady came up to me just from Walmart, holding a full conversation. I lied because I didn't want to break her heart. But she was like, oh, so I see all those groceries. You guys like, yeah. She's like, you're going tailgating just like we do in Michigan, ain't you? And I was like, yeah, well, sort of kind of tailgate, but not necessarily football tailgate, but tailgate. And so, um, look, y'all, for those of you who are listening to me, you are you are, you don't need nothing else to compliment you. Mm. You are, you are phenomenal. You are special. You are unique. You are royal. You, you don't need a man. You don't need no more money. Now, now if you get certain things, can they compliment you? But they don't make you. And you gotta, you gotta realize that you are what you are marvelous and wonderfully created by yourself just as you are. You don't need to add nothing to it. If you don't never get another piece of jewelry, you phenomenal, you beautiful, you got it going on. And when you acknowledge that, you're going to start attracting other stuff that's just as beautiful as you are. But with that fear, you're going to attract fear. With that doubt, you're going to attract doubt. So I just want to encourage you to hug yourself, love on yourself, and, and to seize point, we all have things that we're struggling with. Nobody is, nobody is perfect yet. We all have things that trip us up. But the key is to recognize who you are and get on this life's journey. Again, it's not a destination, y'all. It's a journey. And we should be getting better every... That's, if Carl, if it's one thing we should be doing... Growing. That, that's what we should be doing every day yeah. is growing and getting better. Absolutely. What else should we be doing every day? Hey, Organifi! Hey, hey. there we go. Organifi. My squad already know they already own it, man. The Superfood Green Juice Powder Organifi. Listen, man, if you out there, you're trying to get healthy, huh? Should we bring somebody in? Yeah, bring somebody in. Come on. Um, If you're trying to get healthy, man, one surefire way to do it is taking those greens every day, all right? Organifi. O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I. Promo code SUCCESS, all right? Organifi.com. Make sure you go check us out. Make sure you use the promo code and keep using the promo code as you reorder, all right? We got to pay for these uh, financial hardships and uh, we, we you know what I'm saying? We got to get 
trying to get to that next level. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. Also, what else do we got? Can we release the 2020 day? Oh, no, I don't not know. yet. That's on Tiff. I don't not know. yet. No, not Tiff. Yet. Oh, I see the head. No. I, I see uh-huh. Nikki shaking her head. No. 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 Oh, yeah. so. Ooh, uh-huh. Hey, we have 2020 dates. Yes, we yeah, do we have 2020 days. Yeah. Make sure you're ready. Um, we are coming to Canada. Shout out to Harriet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, come around. Come what? around. Come oh, get that nugget. Come on. Oh, yeah, come on. I'm going to let him get that nugget. Yeah, yeah. come on, man. What, what, what are we doing here? Yeah. Um, also, let's see. Is there any other announcements? Well, Phenomenal Life, uh, Mexico. How many of y'all going to Mexico with us? Yes. All right. Everybody else, y'all raise your hands. Uh, sign up afterwards. <laughs> um, so, Phenomenal Life, Mexico. We will be off in, uh, in, in Mexico with the squad. I'm bringing my family, and uh, we look forward to having a great time there, man. It's going to be so much going on. Uh, anybody who's come to the last ones with us knows that, um, you know, we, we always have a great time there. Yes. Um, and also- we get to relax and chill. So for those of you come and want to talk to us when we like in the city for a day, it's not possible. But there, we're there for multiple days. Hey, this days one is a destination. This is a destination. <laughs> this one is a destination. This is definitely a destination. <laughs> Which will and, turn uh, into a journey. <laughs> it's called, uh, I think it's called Hotel Excoret or mm. something like that. So make okay. sure you look it up. I saw it uh, when I went down there, but I didn't get a chance to go. But I heard it's phenomenal and the videos look phenomenal. So if you're online, uh, just go check it out, man. And uh, we look forward to you meeting us there. Um, Carl, any other announcements that you have, sir? I'm still on Harriet, man. Uh, I ain't got nothing. Uh, We're going to need some royalty <laughs> from the Harriet, Harriet boy. Yeah. The, from the movie? Yeah. And then just break us <laughs> off a couple of dollars. Know um, yeah, no, shout out to uh, yeah the movie. If you haven't seen it, go see it. I mean, again, I hope that wasn't a spoiler because I'm pretty sure everybody knew exactly what was happening. But hopefully you enjoyed our deep dive. Um, yeah, no, let's get it. You, you got the nugget of the day ready? Uh, you sure? All right, this hey, this your opportunity now. We we might tell me who your, you are though. Introduce yeah. yourself. Oh, get right in that mic for me, John. Yeah, get. Oh. That's right. That's right. So the biggest thing, like when I was at the house, I was thinking one word kept coming to me. Just move. Yeah. Like, why are you going to stay there knowing that it ain't good? That it ain't, it ain't going to work out right there. Finally, it's time to make a move. So, faith is the first thing. Just move. Action. It's action. It's not just that. Yeah, it's action. Yeah. Even for a job. Go out and get some shoes. That's right. Did you get your resume? When the job comes, are you ready for the interview? Or when the job comes, then you want to call everybody. Mm, like, hey, I, I love it. Yeah. Or I need some. You need, if you need that suit, you need to be looking for that job already. Or if you believe in the leave your job, like let's talk entrepreneurship. If you believe in the leave your job, all right, you know, it's hype when you're at the events like Garden Jump. Did you plan, did you get yourself together ready to go ahead and make that transition yeah. from job to entrepreneurship so that you can make sure that it's a transition as seamless as possible? Yeah. Everybody wrote not the same. Say no. Did you, did you do the action step? Because if you didn't do the action step, you really didn't have faith. You just moved off on motion. Mm. You can die 
That's what a simple is. Move something, y'all. Come on today. We got people. Hit that force. Hit that move something, y'all. You heard what he said. Move Move something. Get out the way. Move. Get out the way. Appreciate that nugget of the day. Hopefully, our our first. This is our first. Oh no, I'm sure we had guest nugget, man. Appreciate y'all. Also, uh, studio audience, give yourselves a hand. Great job. Hey, on on three. Let me hear that. Be you strong, y'all. One, two, three. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, Show some hey, love. Man. Hey, Show we may have love. to uh, fly y'all back every week because he was way better with y'all here. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? He's trying to impress y'all. So anyway, man, appreciate y'all listening, man. Go to iTunes, leave us that review. We love you, Will. See, See you, you next week. week. I want you to focus on here right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. You make this, you concentrate on this opportunity. You don't worry about tomorrow. You concentrate on this opportunity with all your might. With all your soul.